Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Year old for killing three people in a series of shootings. A call to boost safety for pedestrians. In Wheaton, I'm Dick Iuliano. Dozens of states across the country, tens of millions of people under a weather alert. How is sports betting in Maryland impacting the district? I'm John Doman. Good morning. Welcome in 3 o'clock on WTOP. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Steele. I'm Tom Foti in Washington. A nine-year-old girl and an Orlando, Florida area TV crew member were killed in separate shootings in the same general neighborhood outside the city. Authorities are holding a single suspect, correspondent Christian Benavides. The journalist reported for Spectrum News 13. Inside a home on another street, police found a woman and her nine-year-old daughter who had also been shot. The little girl later died from her injuries. No one in our community, uh, not a mother, not a nine-year-old, certainly not news professionals should become the victim of gun violence in our community. Police have arrested 19-year-old Keith Melvin Moses, who they say is responsible for all the shootings. The overnight look at the nation's weather map shows a huge snow system over much of the country from the northern plains to New England. Some areas getting hit especially hard, correspondent Jennifer Mayerly. In Minnesota, falling snow affected visibility on I-94 in Clay County and brought howling winds and Cato. The storm delivered a first round to Minneapolis, but up to a foot and a half more could fall by Thursday, stranding some travelers at airports. They told me that they can't give me a voucher to get a hotel or anything like that, or food for my son. So we're kind of just stuck here. On tonight's Health Watch, some harsh words from the Food and Drug Administration about alleged overprescription of some controlled substances. Take Adderall, for example. Correspondent Alexander Tin. The FDA's top official, Dr. Robert Califf, criticized the industry for failing to develop non-addictive alternatives to opioids for managing pain and blasted some telehealth companies for profiting off of prescribing controlled drugs like Adderall without following up with patients. Now to seriously partying New Orleans and some of the Ash Wednesday follow-up there. Here's WWL-TV's Erica Ferrando. Get my ashes like I always do. You know, it's a tradition. I like to cleanse from yesterday, you know, from all the partying. Brother Todd Van Alstine with Christ Church Cathedral stood on St. Charles Avenue for hours. Ash Wednesday giving out ashes to go. For some people, it's uh, nerve-wracking to walk hold uh, of a church to come inside and so we'd like to take that out to the street to make it as easy for them as possible. Ash Wednesday, the start of Lent, a 40-day holy season leading up to Easter. There have been new Israeli airstrikes in the Gaza Strip after the Israeli military said Palestinian militants fired six rockets from there into southern Israel. And from Chinese state media, word of a deadly mine collapse. People buried under debris, at least two are known dead, more than 50 missing. This is CBS News. Uh, guys, I think it's Truman. Truman is the right answer. Samurai. Samurai it is. Uh, audacious final answer. No, sorry. 162. Yes, that's it. Next time on It's Academic, hosted by WTOP's Hillary Howard. Students from DeMapa, Loudoun County, and Langley. Match your wit. I know you know it. With these students. It's Academic. Pretty amazing. Saturday on WETAPBS. WTLP at 303. Thursday morning, February 23rd, 2023. Partly sunny, breezy, and hot today. Believe it or not, we're going up to 80 for the high.
It's 45 in our nation's capital right now. Thursday morning to you. We thank you for taking us along for your early 3 a.m. hour ride. Topping the local stories we're looking at for you this morning, we begin with the man dead after he was shot locally by police on Wednesday outside a busy mall in Tyson. It all started with a call about a theft inside Tyson's Corner Center. Officers stationed at the mall responded and saw the suspect, according to Fairfax County Police Chief Kevin Davis. A uniform Fairfax County police officer gave chase in a plain clothes. A Fairfax County police officer gave chase. That chase ended up in a wooded area where the officers opened fire. Uh, we struck the suspect. The man died at the hospital. What is not known? If our suspect uh, is uh, was armed. Body camera footage will be reviewed. Davis says while he's not identifying the man who was killed. His uh, encounters with local law enforcement in the National Capital Region span back many years, and it's a violent criminal history. In Tyson's Mike Marillo, WTOP News. Pedestrian fatalities locally have been rising across our region these days. At a Wednesday night public meeting focusing on that in Wheaton, it put a spotlight on a particularly dangerous stretch of roadway. Georgia Avenue is considered one of the worst uh, roads in Montgomery County. Just this year, two people have already been killed. Montgomery County Council member Natalie Fani Gonzalez of District 6 says the number one issue of her constituents is pedestrian safety. She's rallying support to boost safety on Georgia Avenue for people who are walking, bicycling, and scooting. A street that was designed for cars to go fast instead of people moving around. That's the main problem. Georgia Avenue, like New Hampshire and University Boulevard, are state roads. And Fani Gonzalez is reaching out to Governor Wes Moore to find more state money to boost safety. Dick Yuliano, WTOP News. I'm just texting him back. I'm just posting a story. I'm just changing the song. I'm just... No. When it comes to distracted driving, just don't. Sending a text takes your eyes off the road for just five seconds, but in that time, your car can travel the length of an entire football field. Any distracted driving just isn't worth it. Visit StopTextsStopRex.org. A message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration. Project Yellow Light and the Ad Council. You're listening to WTOP News. WTOP at 3.06. There's a new federal lawsuit against D.C. police to tell you about Thursday morning. A group of protesters is now accusing the force of violating their First Amendment rights during the 2020 protest in the aftermath of George Floyd's death. The suit was filed this week in D.C.'s district court on Wednesday by the Partnership for Civil Justice Fund on behalf, we're told, of three different protesters. The complaint in the case says that police must stop the indiscriminate use of projectile weapons into crowds of protesters. Now, two plaintiffs in the case say police used a weapon that day that exploded shrapnel into their legs during demonstrations, causing puncture wounds. They're now asking for compensation for medical bills and punitive damages against D.C. police. Stay tuned. The D.C. lottery was the first in the DMV to have mobile sports betting, and it has a monopoly right now over most of the city. But its competition from elsewhere in the DMV, is it putting a dent in the city's profits? At a D.C. Council oversight hearing, Frank Suarez, who runs the D.C. lottery, says through the first quarter of this fiscal year, Gamma D.C.'s remarkable growth has continued into 23. On-site wagering has always been inordinately high in D.C. and is even higher so far this year. But Suarez says, I think retail is growing, so it's taking a bigger part of the pie, but the pie overall is growing. That said, after finally turning a profit last year, the lottery projects tax revenue from the Gambad app to decline because of increased competition from Maryland. Right now, luckily, we're not seeing a major impact from Maryland. John Dome in WTOP News. Multiple discarded ATMs 
you know, the bank machines have been found submerged locally in a northeast D.C. creek, catching the attention this week of the FBI. A D.C. police spokesperson tells our news partners at NBC4 this week, police were apparently working with the FBI to trace the origin of the ATMs found in Watts Branch Creek. Neighbors said they have been finding discarded ATMs along the creek in Marvin Gay Recreational Park for some time now and have now taken to social media to complain about the situation, about seeing them in the river. When News 4 was at the creek, reporters saw trash, they say, strewn around the banks as well as another ATM, in addition to the two neighbors had complained about thus far. Stay tuned. Uh, Thursday morning. February 23rd. Glad you're with us here at WTLP. Welcome in. Where the time is 3.08. Michael and Sons heating tune-up for only $69. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather all at the gates. Good morning to Ian Crawford in the WTOP Traffic Center. Hello there, Dino. We start in Virginia once again. The work zone on 95 northbound as you come out of Fredericksburg getting across the Rappahannock River. Pretty straightforward. One right lane getting by for the moment, but... With all that said, we've had some stoppages here. Cannot rule out additional ones before they pull the plug on this one, which I hope will be in the next hour and a half or so. With all that said, quiet ride so far as you make your way out of Fredericksburg. But again, single right gets by. Southbounders, no reported delays as you make your way past Quantico, past Garrisonville, or past Falmouth, where we have work zones blocking the right lane in each case, but doing so very quietly. Capital Beltway, interloop work after Arlington Boulevard, two left lanes getting by. Then inner and outer loop between the GW Parkway and Georgetown Pike, and two right lanes get by there. 66, the ramp eastbound to the interloop of the Capital Beltway, still blocked by work. And Virginia State authorities say the ramp to the from westbound 66 to the outer loop is still blocked. I have reason to suspect that, but no camera evidence to contravene it. If you've got eyes on what's going on, westbound 66 on the ramp to the outer loop, let us know. 866-304-WTOP. Maryland, we had some work southbound on the BW Parkway before Greenbelt Road. The right lane was getting by. Hopefully that is, if not done, in the wrapping up stage. 50 across the Bay Bridge. Looks like we are still doing the two-way Samba on the eastbound span of the Bay Bridge, but doing so without delay. In the district, no reported delays on the southeast or southwest freeways. DC 295 and I-295 issue free. Ian Crawford, WTOP Traffic. Some big changes as we make our way through the next couple of hours and the next couple of days. First of all, the next few hours, starting off on a cool note in some areas as the warm air is moving in quickly across our region. So you may need the jacket in the morning, but you will not need it in the afternoon. Temperatures rebounding into the upper 70s to around 80 degrees. That would be a record high for the day. Friday, much cooler. Temperatures in the upper 40s to low 50s in the afternoon. Saturday, going 42. That's it. Wind chills in the 20s and 30s all day. And could even be a snow shower. I'm Storm Speaking for Chief Meteorologist Doug Cameron. Third, 47 degrees in Roslyn. It's 47 as well. Farragut Square, 42 in Laurel, 45 in Holding at our nation's capital. There's 3 a.m. hour Thursday morning, February 23rd. Glad you're with us here at WTOP. This latest check brought to you this morning on WTOP by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. Coming right up this early hour on WTOP for you. It will not make the city less safe. D.C.'s council chairman defends the city's revised criminal code. I'm Luke Garrett. Arlington police say a 94-year-old charged with crimes against children could have more victims. I'm Megan Cloherty. Cancer can feel like something we can't do anything about. But you can. There are screening tests that can catch cancer early when it may be easier to treat. Begin cervical screening at age 25. At 45, start colorectal and breast screening. 
At 50, discuss lung screening with a doctor. Find resources for free and low-cost screening at cancer.org slash get screened. This is a public service message from the American Cancer Society. This is WTOP News. American Eagle flight from Jacksonville, Florida, here to Reagan National. Actually never made it to D.C. last night. You see, flight 344 was diverted to Raleigh-Durham due to a security concern involving an unruly customer. Police met the flight in North Carolina, taking the person away. The trouble started apparently about 3.40 Wednesday afternoon. This part of the FAA says it will investigate this incident and will have more on WTOP as it becomes available. Federal charges also, we're told, may be filed in this case. Stay tuned. U.S. Supreme Court has declined the request to former Maryland Republican governor's candidate, Dan Cox, he had wanted the justices to review a judge's decision letting Maryland count mail-in ballots before Election Day in November. The Baltimore Sun reports this week in a petition. Cox's attorney argued a Montgomery County Circuit judge incorrectly granted a state board of elections request in September to allow ballot counting as early as October 1st to accommodate an expected deluge of mail-in ballots. The Supreme Court listed Cox's appeal on Wednesday this week among a number of cases that they declined without comment. Will the district's revised criminal code ever be enacted? That depends on what happens in Congress on this issue, facing an uphill battle right now in the Senate. After the House voted to block it over fears, it's soft on crime. But D.C. Council Chair Phil Mendelson defends the updated code this week, saying it's gotten a bad rap. It's really easy to demagogue crime. You know, we're increasingly a headline society, so the headline kind of like nails it. Mendelson blames both the city mayor Muriel Bowser and D.C. Police Chief Robert Conti III for casting the revised criminal code as soft on crime. It will not make the city less safe, and that's because sentencing in itself does not have a deterrent effect on crime. Mendelssohn says both the mayor and the chief don't understand the criminal code. If Congress intervenes, they will mess up our criminal justice system. Hear our full conversation on how the changes would actually impact D.C. residents on this week's episode of WTOP's DMV Download Podcast. Luke Garrett, WTOP News. WTOP this week has reached out to the mayor's office for response to Mendelssohn's comments. More victims of a suspected child abuser could be out there. The suspect is almost in his mid-90s. That is the latest word locally from Arlington County Police asking people to come forward in the case. Detectives say earlier this month a woman called 911 after seeing suspicious behavior between 94-year-old Adolfo Zambrano and a child and confronted him. When officers with the Special Victims Unit arrived, they determined Zambrano inappropriately touched the child. And in investigating Zambrano, they identified a woman who reported he touched her inappropriately as a child more than 20 years ago. Detectives took Zambrano into custody on February 16th. Now they worry that the Arlington resident may have more victims. Zambrano is charged with two counts of aggravated sexual battery. Arlington police are still investigating and say anyone with past encounters with him or additional information should contact them. Megan Cloherty, WTOP News. You are listening to 103.5 FM and WTOP.com. You don't know when or where breaking news is going to happen. Or where you'll be when it does. We're talking to people who live here in Frederick. You do know WTOP will be there with reporters live on the scene. Reporting live from Chevy Chase. On your radio and on all your devices with the free WTOP app. WTOP News. Everything you need, every time you listen. Latest on shootings in Florida coming up after sports on WTOP. The time now is 3.15. 
Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. We check in once again this early morning with Mr. Rob Woodford. Maryland handled business against last place Minnesota, leading by as many as 28 on their way to an 88-70 win, in which the Terps shot 68% to win their third game in their last four and improved to 10-7 and in conference, Coach Kevin Willard. We knew how important this game was. I mean, that's the one thing I was really happy about. These guys knew that this was a this was a huge game. Get the 10 wins, have Northwestern coming in. I think we're tied for third now. So I thought the way we handled that part of the game was really impressive for this group. Georgetown's second half rally fell short in a 79-70 loss to St. John's that drops the Hoyas to 2-16 in the Big East. George Washington, for the fourth time in nine games, needed overtime to win. And American has lost five straight after Navy's defense dominated the second half of the Eagles' 70-54 loss, Coach Mike Brennan. Well, you got to be aggressive. And if you're kind of on your heels a little bit and confused a little bit, it's hard to be aggressive. So I thought that happened too many possessions today. But they do a good job. They're good at that going from the you know the zone to like man halfway through the shot clock. Sixth-ranked Virginia had its worst performance of the season in an upset loss to Boston College that could cost the Cavaliers come tournament time. The Capitals had Alex Ovechkin back in practice after a week away from the team to mourn the loss of his father. You think you'll make the 7 p.m. face-off against the Ducks, Ovi? We'll see. It's like, uh, I just want to come back right away, you know, put my mind in a different position than we're struggling right now. So I'm just do my best to bring energy, bring something to the team. That something needs to be scoring. The Caps have averaged only 1.6 goals per game during this five-game losing streak. Rob Woodfork, WTOP Sports. This is WTOP News. Three people, including a Spectrum News 13 TV reporter and a nine-year-old girl, were killed in separate shootings near Orlando this week. Police say the incidents are connected. CBS News correspondent Christian Benavides heard from the Orange County Sheriff, John Mena. Police have arrested 19-year-old Keith Melvin Moses, who they say is responsible for all the shootings. He has a lengthy criminal history to include gun charges, aggravated battery and assault, Uh, with a deadly weapon, burglary, and grand theft charges. Police say the suspect knew the woman who was shot first. It's unclear why he allegedly targeted the news crew. Cristian Benavides, CBS News. Good up stories we're following Thursday morning on WTOP. Locally, a Fairfax County police shoot and kill a man suspected of stealing from Tyson's Mall this week, happening on Wednesday. Former President Donald J. Trump pointing fingers this week at the Biden White House as the former leader visits East Palestine, Ohio, where that train derailment led to a big fire and toxic chemical release. And word that Ivanka Trump, who is the daughter of the former president and her husband, Jared Kushner, have been subpoenaed this week by the special counsel, Jack Smith, looking into the 2020 election. You are listening to 103.5 FM and WTOP.com. Welcome in. Good Thursday morning, February 23rd. Glad you're with us. 3.18 in the morning on WTOP. Traffic and weather on the 8th. Over to Ian Crawford. We start again in Virginia, but this time on the Capitol Beltway. The inner and outer loop work zones are gone. Bye. No reported delays now as you make your way between the Legion Bridge and Tyson's. We may still have some lingering work inner loop after Arlington Boulevard heading toward I-66 over on the right side. But no serious delays getting past them. 395, hey, we found the bridge inspection crew we've been looking for. They're near Crystal City over on the right side blocking a right lane. Also with caution on 395 northbound just beyond the bridge inspection. we got some police activity. Uh, they are now blocking the right lane. Stay to the left to get by as you make your way toward the city, but pass that. 
set, you're good. On 95, still with the work zone northbound after Fredericksburg, right lane getting by. Probably going to pull the plug on this one in the next hour or so. It's a long one to pick up, so it's going to be a while picking it up. But again, till they do, single right getting by. We've had some stoppages here, too. Be aware of that. 95, southbound after Quantico, and again after Garrisonville, and again right before Falmouth. Right lane blocked by work very briefly. On 66, eastbound, the ramp to the inner loop is blocked. Westbound, the ramp to the outer loop said to be blocked, so you're going to have to do some calculus if you're trying to make the transition from 66 onto the Capitol Beltway. On the Maryland side, there had been some work southbound on the BW Parkway before Greenbelt Road have not gotten all clear on this one yet. They may still be blocking the left side. 95 is drama-free between the Beltways. 270 out of Frederick. So far, so good this morning. 50 between the Bay Bridge and the Beltway through Bowie and Annapolis. It is quiet. Coming out of Southern Maryland, no reported delays on 301 through La Plata and Waldorf and up through Brandywine on Route 5 heading for the Capitol Beltway. You're also fine there. Ian, oh, no, I'm going to tell you about this. Silver Diner is ready to play ball after 33 years. Silver Diner, now in D.C., across from Nats Park. Silver Diner brings its healthy and its classic menu options to the Navy Yard Met neighborhood. Eat well, do well. Ian Crawford, WTOP Traffic. It is a pretty nice start. Some areas on the cool side, others starting to warm quickly as the warm air really starts to race in across our area. Going for a high in the upper 70s to around 80 degrees. That would be a new record for the date. Friday, much cooler. High temperatures in the afternoon, only in the upper 40s to low 50s. Saturday, I'm going 42. I'm Storm Team 4, Chief Meteorologist Doug Cameron. Comfortable out this morning. We're at 37 degrees Thursday morning, 3 a.m. Hour in DuPont Circle, 41 in Germantown, 44 in Annandale, 45 in Holding. In our nation's capital, there's 3 a.m. Hour. This check brought to you on WTOP this morning by Len the Plumber. Trusted same-day service, seven days a week. Check them out. Len the Plumber. In the minutes ahead, this 3 a.m. hour for you on WTOP. New details about changes being made by the new head of D.C.'s troubled 911 call center. I'm Nick Einelli. Montgomery County Public Schools promises action after more anti-Semitic incidents are reported at schools. I'm Mike Marillo. We didn't know what to expect. We were just, just left in a hotel. My mom was doing drugs in the house. Tay and Brianna spent years of their childhood in homes that weren't safe. They were placed in foster care and longed for a permanent, loving home. I didn't know what my future was. I wouldn't speak to anyone. I was afraid of everything. With help from the Dave Thomas Foundation for Adoption, Brianna and Tay were adopted and now feel excited about their futures. I'm studying to be a chef and I really want to travel the world. I'm going to be a mechanic and I can focus on my career. Right now, in the United States... There are more than 100,000 children in foster care, just like Brianna and Tay, who need a family now. Learn how you can help at DaveThomasFoundation.org. Traffic in the D.C. region is constantly changing. If you spot a major incident that we're not already reporting, call the WTOP Traffic Center at 866-304-WTOP. That's 866-304-WTOP. You're with WTOP and Dean Lane. When there's not enough coffee in all of Washington to get you going. You've got John and Michelle. Woo! Mornings on WTOP News. This is WTOP News. For the first time, the new leader of D.C.'s troubled 911 call center is detailing some of the changes she's making this week. The center has been heavily criticized for delays in the past in sending out ambulances and mistakes such as sending emergency crews to incorrect locations. 
Critics say people have died because of all this. Promising that this is going to be a fresh start, Heather McGaffin, the acting director of D.C.'s Office of Unified Communications, said there are now four or five supervisors on duty at any given time. Previously, there were two or three supervisors here. Also, new employees will now need to go through 14 weeks of training instead of the five weeks that were previously required. Eight of those weeks will be classroom training with nationally certified instructors, which is new. And McGaffin says trainees who don't meet weekly benchmarks will be held accountable. We're going to make tough decisions here, and we're going to do it in the best interest of public safety. Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. Hate symbols and crimes are on the rise in local school systems. One lawmaker on this wants to start an anti-hate task force in response. County Council President Evan Glass says this morning the spike in racial, ethnic, and LGBTQ hate crime is disturbing and frightening. He further says the latest numbers from 2021 show more than 140 bias incidents. More than half were race-related of those. Dozens of them targeted religion, especially Jewish people. Glass has now sent a letter to on the issue about creating the task force to County Executive Mark Elrich. From swastikas being drawn to messages being written and shared, locally Montgomery County public schools have seen a spike in anti-Semitic acts as well. Now the school system is taking action. Since last Friday, there have been nine newly reported anti-Semitic acts at schools. Images that students are showing one another. It could be that they drew on a piece of paper or shared it on a, you know, a device or whatever it may be. Superintendent Dr. Monifa McKnight says what's being seen is unacceptable. Unfortunately, we can't snap our finger to solve the problem. But the school system does plan to modify its response by documenting the act in the school file of the student who committed it and also bring in the parents of that student. To say, you know, we're going to have a conversation about this. We need you to be a part of the restoration plan and the plan moving forward and what are the commitments we all are going to make to ensure that this does not repeat itself. In the long term, there'll be more lessons on anti-Semitism and hate at schools. Mike Marillo, WTOP News. 30 now on WTOP to an update this Thursday morning to the capital murder case of a former University of Alabama basketball player from D.C., Darius Miles and Michael Davis, who's from Maryland, both facing murder charges in the case and the killing of a woman near Alabama campus in January. We're learning another Alabama basketball player, Brandon Miller, will apparently stay on the team. This despite testimony from police in the case that the star forward brought Miles the gun that was used to kill the woman. Now, Miller's attorney says that's not true and that he never touched the gun. Miller is Alabama's best basketball player right now, projected to be picked fifth overall in ESPN's latest NBA draft ranking. You are listening to 103.5 FM and WTOP.com. Right at the time now is 325 Money News at 25 and 55. A less turbulent day on Wall Street with the Dow closing down 85. The Nasdaq gained 15. S&P down 6. At their most recent meeting, Federal Reserve officials indicated there are signs inflation is coming down, but not enough to counter the need for more interest rate hikes. And for $902 million, Bill Gates has acquired a minority stake in Heineken Holding, the controlling shareholder of the world's second largest brewer. Brendan Hazelton, WTOP News. WTOP at 326. This is an important notice to consumers facing $10,000 or more in credit card debt, medical bills, or other unsecured debt. You may not be required to pay it all back because there are special programs now in effect that will significantly reduce the amount you will owe if you qualify. This is not bankruptcy or a debt consolidation loan. These programs, which the credit card companies like to keep secret, 